Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170, The Answer. We want to thank Gun Range San Diego for all their support. 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. The GunRangeSanDiego.com. Hollywood is back. He's all fired up. He's not going to let anybody undersell him. He's all mad and angry. His hair's all done, and he's grinning, and he walks with a limp. So I, we can't go into what the limp's all about, but uh, I understand he's smiling. The pipes are cleaned out. The pipes are clean. Hey, we've got a special guest on the line. Who have you, who have you got? To, now, you just caused my board op to go into cardiac arrest. Thank goodness for 10-second delay. Amen. Who you got? <laughs> who we got? Who you got? Mikey Schwartz. Who do Mikey we got? Mikey Schwartz. Who you got? On the line we have, well, as we all know. Yeah. Uh, Ask if he has your keys. Know. We know Jim. Yeah, really. Jim yeah. might have the keys to we your Jeep. Jim. If anyone has the keys to my Jeep, please call in. Um, <laughs> so, as we all know, January 1st marked the beginning of this horrible uh, ammunition gun law that is, is starting to take effect. So I thought it would be very pertinent to have uh, a gentleman, uh, uh, Jim O'Shaughnessy, who owns Prime Ammunition. He, uh, I met him through one of our members. He was actually, we all remember him from Gun Prom. From, yeah, last in uh, May, he Coronado. donated a ton of ammo for to give away. A, it, a ton of a, ammunition. Like, like, seriously, like every table had a big pile of Prime Ammunition on. He was really great. Yes, yeah. and he's not only the owner of Prime Ammunition, but Jim is a huge supporter of the Second Amendment, so I wanted to have him come on and talk about what was going on and how it was uh, having an impact on his business. Jim, are you there? I sure am. Thanks for having me on, you guys. You hey, bet. not a problem at all. I mean, if this is the only thing you do, this could really put a damper in your business model, wouldn't you say? Yeah, we sell direct, uh, right straight to the consumer. FedEx brings it to your house, and that has been completely turned off for us Ooh. in California. Whoa. What's the alternative for you? The alternative is to work through, you know, our business model is kind of like um, Southwest Airlines. We cut out as many of the middle people as we can and sell direct. And that gets a really, really high-quality ammunition made for us by the Swiss-owned Ruag Ammotech, probably the best ammunition manufacturer in the world. It cuts out two layers of distribution and brings uh, the price down to where people uh, can afford to buy this ammunition. And uh, now we have to go through additional layers of distribution, and that brings the price way up high, causes us a lot of problems. We're getting a lot of customer service calls like, hey, I saw your ammo at such and such a place, and now it's like twice as much money. What's going on? And um, it's, it's, it's really a bad thing for our, bo- our, our bottom line, for our business, and for the model that we've chosen. Well, well, here, you know, Prop 63, we all know, you know, the Safety for All Act was garbage. We all know that. The, the people who actually re- read it. Um, <clears throat> but here's the problem is you guys make a phenomenal product, had it at a phenomenal price, and California legislation has come in and cut the, the, the legs out from under you. So they not only did they hurt the consumer, they hurt the government and everybody because of the taxes and that kind of thing, but – be, having to be able to sell face to face, you guys were really, you know, just bringing a, a superior product at a lower price, and now your 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 legs are cut out from under you. You know, you bring up a great point, and from you know, I thought I just 
you know, call me crazy, but I thought that, you know, a lot of what the government's supposed to do is to promote competition, get the best thing for the consumer, uh, and that sort of stuff. And that really does the opposite of this. And it's, it's really designed, in, in my opinion. I'm no lawyer, and I'm not trying to pick a huge fight with anybody. But I'll tell you, um, the price has is go- is gone up. It, it's, and that's not just for us. It's for everybody. When you, when you restrict competition, when you restrict interstate commerce, you know, and that, that's in the Constitution, protected constitutionally. When you start to have those types of restrictions, I, I, I feel it's, it's an overreach of the government. That's what I personally feel. That's my opinion. And, and you're, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, your ammunition, too, I wanted to clarify. Your ammunition, you know, it's not exactly Plinken uh, ammo. It's, it's high quality. It's for people that compete, um, people that want to, uh, that, that need ammunition for self-defense, like police officers or people that are just simply need home home defense, that sort of thing. So, you know, what I mean, what what crime are we stopping here? You know, we're not we're we're it's a direct impact on uh, the pocketbook of uh, and wallets of uh, law abiding citizens here. Right. I mean, don't you agree? I mean, you're, you're just kind of a niche. Uh, it's a broad niche, but it's a niche uh, niche market. It almost seems like it was uh, by design as uh, to have a, a significant harassment component mm. and uh you know, I, I try not to have conspiracy theories in my mind or, or that sort of stuff, but it, it, it almost seems like it's really designed to make, you know, you know, things more expensive, more difficult for law-abiding citizens where, um, you know, I just don't think any criminal is going to, you know, register to become, um, you know, a um, properly registered ammunition purchaser. I, I don't see that happening. Well, you well, know, Jim, from what I see uh, is... And it's terrible to say this, but you were the easiest to go after. You don't yeah, low hanging fruit. Yeah, low hanging fruit. Manufacturers were low hanging fruit. Yeah, no brick and mortar. You know, no. <clears throat> you know, you're not in a specific city that you do your business in that supports it. So I wasn't surprised when I heard that they went after you guys first. Is it going to fix anything? No, it's not going to fix anything. All it's going to do is hurt your business model. And nothing's going to change, Joe. Well, this is how it works. You get guys like this who have a, a really wonderful product, and you guys have a great product. I've shot it. I've used it in competition. I've shot it at the range just making around. Uh, I won, uh, I think, 500 rounds at Gun Prom. It's, it's a great product. But the problem is you got these guys like this that have – a great product, but they don't have the overhead of a brick and mortar store. They don't have to pay a light bill and a you know phone bill and a whatever you know. And now they do, and their price is going to go up. And what does, the consumer blames the the owner of the business. He doesn't blame who is really responsible, which is the government. The government is responsible for that price increase, not the guy who's providing the product. Right. You know. Well, and the thing of it is, too, he does have a phone bill. He does have a water bill. Well, yeah, he does have rent. I know. But there's a difference. But it's not having like a having gun range San Diego. A, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay. a difference between having a storefront and having a, a store or warehouse. Well, let, let's walk through it real quick, Jim. So the you, bottom lines here, the, you know, it's going to affect us a little bit over 10% of our total business. California is the most populous state in the country. It's got 6 million gun owners. We have a real uh, six-figure, almost seven-figure business here that's gone. Mm. And then the second part is, to me, it's just a few huh. more BTUs, a little more thermal energy put into that that boiling frog pot it's just one more brick in that wall so let's just walk through the process so you do your shipping i believe out of nevada is that correct pick pack and ship out of nevada yes okay so if someone from one of the other 49 states 
uh, goes online and orders, you just ship directly right to them. They say, hey, this is the ammo I want. They pay you electronically with a credit card, and boom. Then a couple days later or whatever, however many days later, they have ammunition. Effectively, yes. Without going into some long detail, this, you know, there's a couple states that have some restrictions. Sure, sure, here. sure. Correct. But now in California, what if, if I, you know, I, I do live in California. If I live in California and I want prime ammunition, what do I do? Get in a car. <laughs> you're going to have to get in a car. You're going to have to go to a big five, um, and they need to make a profit, too. Big five's been great to us. We love them, but they have to mark it up. Uh, you're going to pay more at big five, and then we do have some dealers around the state. Uh, that, you know, Of course, we did not build a dealer network because we're direct, and uh, you know, your best bet is to do that. Or go to an FFL who has a COE uh, and, and is um, – Light Gun Range San Diego. So that's a yep, certificate which I was at the other eligible. day and was really impressed. It's a great facility. And tell them you want it, and we can ship it to them, and then they can go through the process of getting it to you. And, and how you, long is that going to last? Because that's a loophole. Well, it's not a loophole. It, it's by the law. It's not a loophole at all. I oh, mean, it's exactly, so you can legally that is, do it. That is exactly by the law. And and uh, and I might be speaking out of school here because we're sitting here in the radio station, and Veronica's the owner, and she's sitting back at the – uh, in the office listening, listening to the show. Listening closely I'm, to what I'm you're going to say. Mr. O'Shaughnessy, we love small business. We love sure. taking care of California citizens. We love protecting the Second Amendment. If you want to, we would love to be a premier prime dealer for you guys. Let's get together. Let's talk and make that happen. Well, that's great. God bless you for that. And, and we will, as soon as we get off air here, I'll figure out how to get in touch with you and we'll do that. Thank you. All right, for everybody else, uh, what's what's your website, Jim? Primeammo.com. That's easy. All right, well, we're not we're going to let you go right now, and we appreciate you calling in because you got a lot of homework thanks to Joe. It's the kind of guy he is. <laughs> but or if you want to stay on and listen, you know, you're more than welcome to stay on. We're going to have John Dillon. He's on next, and he's our resident lawyer. Maybe you'll hear something, or I mean, it's up to you. You're you're more than welcome to listen, or you can uh, go back to work, or you can get well, on the I'm podcast and, and listen. The... I'm going to mute the phone so you don't hear anything going on at my place, and I'm happy to do so. Thanks, guys. I really bet. And Jim, thank you again for supporting us at Gun Prom last year, and I hope to see you again this year. Absolutely, you will. Yeah, Prom right. Ammo was everywhere last year at Gun Prom. Yeah, yeah. it's cool, right? It really was. Like every, every is that what you're calling that thing? Gun Prom. Gun, gun prom. prom. That's what I call. It's it. not. I get to put on a bow tie. No, listen. Prom. Go to gunprom.com. <laughs> gunprom.com. Who knows what you're going to see? All right, John Dillon's in the house. Ah, no, he's not really. He never comes in the house. Tesla won't go that far. So we're going to talk yeah. with him he, in a moment, right on here battery. on AM 1170 Gun the Ranch, answer. San Diego. Thank you. Listen to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. I want to thank uh, Gun Range San Diego for all their support, along with Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP. If you ever have an issue, from a legal issue, that is, and you need help, and you're, it's about guns and ammo, John Dillon is your man. CAFirearmslaw.com. CAFirearmslaw.com is your one stop. Also, Trident Gunsmithing. I almost forgot those guys. You can't. 
can't go without Trident. If you got your gun needs to be worked on, maybe you bought a gun, an old gun, maybe you need something tricked out. Or you just want to take a hunting class. Yeah, the hunting classes are great. They'll even teach you how to make sausage. Right there at Trident Gunsmithing. TridentGunsmithing.com. TridentGunsmithing.com. Mr. Dillon, how are you today? John, how are you guys? Oh, there he is. Well, we have to wake you up? Yeah. <laughs> no, they just took me off a hold. I've been here. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Excellent. So what's the bad news? Uh, no uh, new bad news that we uh, haven't already covered, but I did get, you know, with a new law going into place regarding ammunition, uh, a lot of people have been calling into my office and emailing just with general questions, kind of not understanding the specifics of what's going on. So I figured I'd uh, bring up one of the questions, talk about it, and then uh, also talk some more specifics about the ammunition regulation. Sound good to you guys? Yeah, baby. Sounds great. Come on, bring it on. Lay it on us, baby. Bring it on. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so this is a question from Becky in San Diego. Uh, she asked a question with the new ammunition laws in place. If she bought ammunition inside California, so, you know, locally, and then went outside of California to do a shooting competition, and uh, like, would like she be prohibited? What's that? I say like uh, like Lance Reader's uh, uh, oh, exactly. charity competition in March. Yeah, a lot of people drive out for that because it is you know fairly close drive wise. So uh, she wanted to know if she took that ammunition out of the state and used it for a competition, would she be breaking the law if she came back in the state with mm-hmm. that ammunition? So, That's a great question. Let's hear the answer. So she buys, like, let's say she buys 500 rounds of ammo. She goes to Nevada, goes to Front Sight, uses uh, 400 rounds of ammo, and then she has 100 rounds of ammo back or, or left over. So she wants to bring that back into California. Is that the scenario? Yes. Okay, go ahead. All right. So uh, this law, you know, under the penal code, it's 30314. So anyone who's really interested on this, you can... Type that into Google, California Penal Code 30314. Detail this uh, law, and uh, you can read it for yourself. So basically, it prohibits California residents from bringing or transporting into the state ammunition purchased or obtained out of the state unless it's delivered first to an ammunition vendor. So uh, under that law, there's a lot of, you know, Really specific words you got to pay attention to, but uh, interestingly enough, it says this prohibits California residents from bringing into the state um, ammunition that they purchased out of the state. So under you know this wording, you know there's a great argument saying, hey, if you purchased the ammunition in California and then went outside California and brought that same ammunition back in without buying new ammunition outside the state. You'd be okay to bring it back in. How do you well, prove that? Well, I was about to say, I want to play devil's advocate How do you here prove just it? for a second. Yeah, I, well, oh, you guys are jumping the gun here. I'm sorry, he's jumping the gun. Come on. You know you're talking right. to a lawyer. Let him breathe. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. You get paid by the word. <laughs> spread out, spread out, guys. guys Let him breathe. jumped on it real quick because it's fairly obvious the big major problem with it is that how do you prove that if for some odd reason uh, you are pulled over and either your car is searched or law enforcement sees a box of ammunition or rounds somewhere in your car uh, through a traffic stop or anything like that, border checkpoint, anything, how do you prove that the, that ammunition you have in your car and that you just crossed over state lines with was purchased in California? Uh, that's the big problem, or the other way to put it is, how do they prove you purchased it out of California? Um, unlike 
actual firearms. Ammunition is not uh, traced and regulated with serial numbers. Uh, so there's nothing that you know can indicate exactly where and when you purchase certain ammunition, uh, especially in other states. So there's going to be a big problem with figuring out or proving, yeah, this is am- ammunition that I bought in California or this is ammunition you bought outside of California. And I'm not telling this for people to go start driving over lines and you know illegally importing it. You got to be really careful. Don't do bad things. Don't break the law. Mm-hmm. But for people that are truly trying to follow a law and, like I said, are just going out of state with uh, to do a competition or something like that, uh, and they come back in, if some odd situation happens, you know, it can get them into a, a bit of trouble if, like, you know, you, you don't have your original receipt when you bought and purchased your ammunition. Well, uh, and it's a weird thing. So, uh, again, the ammunition regulations that the DOJ is supposed to come out with, they have not been finalized. They're not, you know, official yet. So we have very little to go off of uh, as this, you know, even now that the law is effective and everyone's supposed to be following it. There's still a lot of questions and really big enforcement problems, and one of them being with this question. Uh, you know, how do you legally, you know, take your ammunition out of state, bring it back in, uh, and protect yourself? You know, uh, you don't want to be falsely accused of importing ammunition. It's a misdemeanor violation, but, you know, misdemeanors are not good things. You don't want those on your records. Uh, and anyone who says, oh, don't worry about it, it's just a misdemeanor, I mean, it's not good to have things on your record in general. Uh, let's just... We definitely don't want the state to be able to build a case. Like, well, yeah, yes, Your Honor, it's only a misdemeanor, but he's had seven misdemeanors, which is a pattern. We need to take these guys' guns away. Yeah, like, there's all sorts of things and, you know, kind of aggravating circumstances that can really mess with charges that are brought against you. And, you know, depending on the circumstances of why you're even pulled over in the first place, it involved a number of other charges. So uh, it's a very good question. from the basic wording of the law, it does seem that if you bought it in the state and you're bringing that exact ammunition back into the state, remember you bought it in California, you left California with it, coming back with that same ammunition, that should be fine. The only problem is, uh, you know, how do you prove that? How do you show that this is the same exact ammunition that you uh, had? So um, better safe than sorry if you're going out of state. You know, maybe buy all your ammunition out of state and use all your ammunition uh, when you're at some shooting competition or whatever you're doing. Uh, Or, you know, leave it with a friend outside of uh, California if you're going visiting people uh, just to play it safe until we really have more concrete answers uh, to these laws because there's a lot of questions still. Well, Hmm. you know, we talk on this radio show all the time. We are not political. We're not, you know, the Second Amendment is not a political stance. It's a constitutional stance. We're not Republican. We're not Democrat because those two things don't have anything to do with the Constitution. The Constitution is what it is. With that being said, I'm a constitutionalist, innocent until proven guilty. We've all heard that, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. am I. So is that out the window in California now? Well, no, that's not out the window, but the problem is and I'm, and I, and I'm, it's innocent until proven guilty, but that doesn't stop uh, situations where, you know, let's say you're in some weird situation. doesn't stop an arrest from happening. doesn't stop charges from being brought against you. doesn't stop you having to hire a lawyer to defend you. doesn't stop the time, money, and expenses, other expenses to, you know, file motions and, you know, go to court to defend yourself. 
and pro- and then they if they can't prove you're guilty, you're innocent. That is truly what innocent until proven guilty. You have to go through the process where the state tries to prove you guilty, and that's a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of effort. That's exhausting, especially if you're the defendant. Um, so, you know, yeah, you still have innocent until proven guilty, but it's a long, hard process sometimes uh, how, to get to that point. And how sad is it? It's going to cost you that much money, and at the same time, you know it's your own tax dollars that are working against you to <laughs> prove you guilty, Yeah, you know, because they are working for the state. It's a horrible thing. Yeah, and then real quick, I want to just talk quickly some exceptions to this law. Uh, first of all, I wanted everyone to know one of the exceptions is law enforcement. So you're, if you're a sworn peace officer uh, in law enforcement, you're exempt from this, and you can ship ammunition uh, you know, uh, to your house, and you're totally accepted from this uh, uh, law, which is interesting because the general trend, the state always exempts law enforcement, whether or not there's a real reason to do it, solely because of... It, when they exempt law enforcement from these gun control laws, they get law enforcement support for the laws. Sure. Uh, and so it's a big tool they use to get the, these laws passed through legislation because they can always say, oh, well, we have all of California's law enforcement in support of these bills. They get that support by exempting law enforcement from these bills. So that's something just to pay attention to and realize what happens when you see uh, these new laws being passed. Well, the yeah. other two. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got two more. I was going to say quickly, uh, another exception would be if you have a curio and relic license. It's a collector's license for firearms and a certificate of eligibility, which is a COE. If you have both of those uh, kind of licenses and certificates, uh, you can still purchase ammunition uh, and bring it into the state to your, to your home. Uh, or if you get it from an out-of-state spouse, registered domestic partner, or immediate family member. Uh, so if you have a, an immediate family member like a, a dad, a mom, a son, a daughter, uh, a grandparent that lives out-of-state, they can uh, send ammunition to you. How hard is it for the, average, uh, for the average Joe or Jane to get a uh, uh, Curios and Relics and COE? Uh, you know, uh, it's not too difficult. Obviously, there's definitely some paperwork and some background checks that are involved. Um, you have to, uh, uh, with a secure and relic license, there's a logbook that you have to keep and maintain for your acquisitions and sales because technically you are, it is a form of licensed firearms dealer having a cure and relic license. Uh, you're, but you're specifically dealing with older cure and relic guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the certificate of eligibility, you do have to go get a live scan of your all your fingerprints on both hands, submit it to the DOJ, they uh, get a background check on you, and then that has to be renewed every two or three years. Um, so you have to get that stuff and maintain everything, follow all the rules and regulations that come with having a cure and relic license. Uh, so it's, you know, so a bunch For people of- who are involved in the industry, know the industry well, it's a fairly straightforward paperwork. If you're new to this, it's difficult and confusing. So it's not like everyone and everyone can just go and get all this stuff and, and be totally squared away. Yeah. There's a learning curve. There's a process to it. Plus, you have to buy insurance as well. Sure. Like if you're an FFL, you got to pay a lot of money for insurance. So. Sure. 
It's crazy. More money. Yeah, so there's all sorts of stuff, uh, you know, that you're going to have wow. to follow and look into if you want to go that route. Um, but it is an option, you know, if people are really against having to, you know, drive to their local gun shop every time they want to order ammunition, especially if you shoot uh, on a regular basis, you're buying ammunition a lot. So uh, that may be an avenue, getting a CNR license and a COE. Uh, You should look into that, look up the regulations and uh, that surround that. But basically some paperwork and a few hundred bucks and and background checks and that sort of thing, fees. Right. Crazy. Yeah, you can break it down to that. (laughs) All right, buddy. Hey, well, thank you very much, John. It's always a joy talking to you. Well, not really, but that's okay. It's not your job. I mean, it's just your job. It's not like you're doing it intentionally. Right? I like talking oh, to you off the air because we're always talking about bow hunting. On a daily basis. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks. Hey, we'll talk to you down the road, folks. That was John Dillon. Go to Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLC. Go to cafirearmslaw.com cafirearmslaw.com for all the help you can handle. Alright buddy, talk to you next week. Everyone good. Alright, we're going to take a small break. We come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. AM 1170 The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Guess who's back, folks? Hollywood. And he back is, in town. He's going 33 and a third, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been missing it, buddy. I'm not even kidding. I can tell. So what's kicking? You're moving to Ohio? Uh, no, but I just came back from Ohio and had a great time with all my uh, Ohio a, buddies out there. That's and a song, isn't it? Coming back from Ohio and then a... Well, uh, yeah, or something. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. Well, hell, I might write that song. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was great to be out there. I got to see my nieces uh, and just have a great time over Christmas and New Year's. Uh, did not really enjoy the negative uh, three-degree weather. Probably because uh, you weren't prepared. That was not even a little bit, you know. And... Uh, but I'm glad to be back in Southern California. Not glad to know that we're living under the laws we're living under now, you know, with the ammo and that kind of thing. We we just talked to Mr. O'Shaughnessy about that and how it's really hurting businesses uh, across the nation, really. Uh, but I got to tell you, what we've done at Gun Range San Diego, what, what Veronica has done is she said, you know what? We will not be undersold on bulk ammo. Good. When you're talking about buying 1,000 rounds or more, Absolutely, positively, we will not be undersold. And we are selling ammo at in-store prices that you were getting it, you know, uh, for those of you who used to buy. I mean, we got, you know, there's, it is called Gun Sports Radio, so there's a lot of gun enthusiasts uh, that listen. And for the, those of you who are buying it like Cheaper Than Dirt and those kind of websites in the past where you get uh, 1,000 rounds for $199, guess what? You can walk right into Gun Range San Diego today, right now, and get a thousand rounds of nine millimeter for two hundred dollars. And you, you need to do it because you know when they're going to start that whole regulation thing or that you know registration well, you know, deal. Well, next and, year in twenty nineteen is yeah. going to that's when they're going to start the database. Yeah. So you're going to have to you know it's going to come in. You're going to have to have a card, kind of like your farm your farm safety card now. When mm-hmm. you know, your farm safety certificate, whatever you want to call it, 
and you come in, you buy, and we're going to have to get online, and we're going to have to say, you know, Bob Williams just purchased 250 rounds of 45 ACP. Yeah, and that costs money. Yeah, and and that's going to be a surcharge for that and that kind of thing. Right. So, but when you when you're talking a thousand rounds or more, Gun Range San Diego will not be undersold. Which is why I'm so excited to get in touch with you know Mr. O'Shaughnessy because you know if we can uh, provide a wonderful product at a great price for the citizens of San Diego, uh, we, we want to do it. And what do you got now? You got nine? You got forty five? We got nine, forty five, two, two, three, forty. We got it all. But right now, our, our biggest uh, deals are on uh, nine millimeter. We have PMC yeah. bronze, which is a phenomenal. I mean, this. I mean, it didn't. You're you know, it's not hollow point. It's not for home protection. But it is a very consistent, solid shooting, 115 grain, nine uh, millimeter, and we got it for two hundred dollars for a thousand rounds. Beautiful. You can't beat it. I mean, you absolutely cannot beat it unless you're starting. Unless the only way to beat it is to buy a remanufactured or uh, home loaded ammo. Yep. You know, this is factory loaded, brand new. Uh, you know, yep. ammo. Two hundred dollars for a thousand rounds. Yeah, go down and get it. What about three hundred eight? Well, we don't have any set prices for three hundred eight. Okay. But you, you bring me a you bring me a price for three hundred eight. Yep. That's, that's not remanufactured. It's brand new. Good. You know, factory ammo, and I will meet or beat your thousand round price. Yeah, people should do that. They yeah. should do that now. Yeah, we're 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 doing uh, our three hundred eight prices are pretty cheap anyway. You know, three hundred eight yeah. is is a rule. Uh, of course, is is a dollar round, right? You know, when you talk, when you're talking about shooting three hundred eight, you're thinking, okay, that's a dollar round. Mm-hmm. And just our uh, our twenty round boxes, our retail just for a one twenty round box is only seventeen. So we're already we're already thirty cents cheaper than everybody else on the yeah, market. Anyway. They should be picking that up. Yeah. So you know, you want to buy a thousand, we'll break it down even less. We just will not be undersold on bulk ammo. That's all. That, that, no ifs, ands, or buts. So I got into an ammo debate just a couple of days ago Uh-oh. and put it up on Facebook. Who would debate you anything gun related? Oh, That's no, what I want. No, everybody. No, everybody. Uh, everybody who wants to prove how how not smart they are, I'm assuming. No, 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 no. So here was the debate. Um, we were talking about 6.5 Creedmoor and how it's gotten to be. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm pulling the string. I'm getting you started. And it was basically, you know, my whole life, like there's been like, you know, there's been the next popular caliber, 40 Cal and then, you know, Grendel and all these different yeah. calibers. Uh, 45 Gap, Glock automatic right. pistol. Right, right, right. All these different. So it wasn't really a debate on on if 6.5 Creedmoor was good or better than like, say, 300 Win Mag, but is it is it a fad or is it no, here to it, stay? It's not a fad. Here's the deal: Creedmoor. For those who don't know, Creedmoor comes from the Creedmoor matches. Okay, so Creedmoor, uh, the, the the word Creedmoor in general carries a lot more weight than in in the shooting competition world than Smith and Wesson or Winchester or anything because it comes from the Creedmoor matches. And so the so it's point, not just some wildcat round that's, right. that Bob made right. in his and garage. And it's been around for a long, long time. Just people just don't know about it. But And it is uh, it, nothing that just – I'll put this right out there and you can send me bad emails and send me hate mail or whatever you want. God. But nothing has a better coefficient than 50 cal. BMG. So that's it. So if you want the most efficient, you know, the the best coefficient, flattest shooting, long distance round, 50 BMG, end of story. That's it. However, if you want to get something that's, you know, you know smaller, blah, 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 uh, 6.5 Creedmoor is fast and flat. 
but there's so much powder burning behind it. Like I can shoot a three away, I can shoot a three hundred Win Mac, or the same barrel that I can shoot twenty thousand rounds of three hundred Win Mag out of before mm-hmm. I start having throat erosion or anything like that. Cut that to about a third for six point five Creedmoor. Mm-hmm. Which most people would never shoot that many rounds in their lifetime anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. But the deal is, unless you are competing at Camp Butler, unless you are down in, you know, up in Camp Perry, Ohio, or Camp Butler in in Georgia, unless you're doing these national match, inner service, you know, shooting with the top 100 in the world, a 6.5 is nothing more than a... Uh, it's a boutique round, and you can say you got it when the other guy died. Interesting. So, in, so what, what are we looking at? So, six point five Creedmoor is that a buck around, or what are we looking at? Oh no, no, no. So, so let's say a box of on the cheap end, like American Federal, mm-hmm. which is the the and, I, and when I say cheap, I mean the least expensive right, because right. American Federal makes wonderful ammunition. Right. But you're like, a box of twenty is going to cost you. Uh, Thirty nine ninety nine. So you're about two bucks. About around. two bucks around, and, and that's on the and that's on the low end. If you want like boat tailed, where your where your uh, grain weight of powders within you know one you know one tenth of a grain. And for those who don't understand this, uh, one grain when when we're talking grains, because they had to break this down because a grain is so light, mm-hmm. so we had to break it down so we could understand it. One grain of gunpowder weighs one seven thousandth of a pound. <laughs> So if you want your gunpowder weight within a grain in each bullet, then now you're looking at you know maybe three and a half to four dollars around. Now here, now if you look into your your crystal ball, okay, twenty years from now, are people still going to be using still going to be uh, you know using six point five, and is it still going to be the equivalent of two bucks around? No, now I would say it'll it'll be. Is it, is it getting more popular or is it peaked? Well, that's well, that's really what I'm asking. Well, I've been in the in the competitive shooting realm for a long time, like in a, not long time's a, a relative term. I've been in a competitive shooting realm for about 20 years. Oh my god, that's so a long that's time. not that long. You know, <laughs> that's a long co- time compared to guys who've been in it for 40 years. You know, right. uh, I saw back in like 2006, 2003, 2006, six, the 6.5 was. Hugely popular, and mm-hmm. it, and it was a spike just like it is now. Mm-hmm. And then some guy wins the world championship with a three hundred win mag, and then it's going to be more popular. And then some guy's going to win it with a six point five, and it's going to be more popular. Then the guy's going to come out. Let me tell you this: the nineteen oh three Springfield bolt action rifle, which we used in World War One, is a thirty out six. It won't be long before some guy comes in there and says, let me show you what a 30 out 6 would do, and he's going to hit a mile shot with a 30 out 6 and then 30 out 6 is going to go through the roof again, and it's been around for over 115 years. So what do you call this? Win on Sunday, sell on Monday? Ding, ding, ding. Remember yeah. when, you remember in NASCAR when the cars look like what you could buy? At this yeah. the, and that's kind of and what that's it is. the same mentality. It's, it's, when, the, it's mm-hmm. when the magazine says this, this caliber is hitting. This caliber is what's winning. Oh, we got all. By and then everybody goes for it. But it know? sounds like it's not a. It's that it's not a trend. It sounds like it's a. It's a solid competition round. It's got a, a niche. Oh, absolutely. The six point five. It's not going to disappear. Absolutely not. The six point five has a great coefficient. Uh, let, let's put it in. Uh, and these numbers aren't, you know, super specific. So for you listeners out there that are sitting in front of your Google box right now and you want to test my knowledge, I'm not giving you know. 
100 percent accuracy here. This is these are wide numbers. So where let's say at uh, let's say a 308, you know, and you move from 500 yards to a thousand yards with a 308. Now you you might have a 33 inch drop. You know, you're talking about three foot. Where the bullet's going to drop three foot between five hundred yards and a thousand yards, significant, super significant. You know, where you're shooting three foot above somebody's head to get, get them in the chest plate. Right. A six point five might only drop eight inches. So it is. So the six point five definitely shoots flatter. But go to your local store. Go to Big Five. Go to Walmart. Go to. Uh, you know, dicks. Go to wherever you want to go and ask for six point five. No, and they're going to say, gonna "Oh, we can order it for you." Yeah, we got a ton of it at Gun Range San Diego. I'm here to tell you. But when you go to your average gun store and ask for six point five Creedmoor, not six point five Grendel, not six millimeter, not Corcano, all these, all these other different rounds because they're different. You know, I had this ran it. Guy goes, "Dude, I bought this six point five Ruger and the ammo's not fitting." And I'm like, "Well, let me see your gun." Okay, it's a six point five Creedmoor. Let me see your ammo, dude. This is six point five Grendel. That it's totally different. Six point five Grendel, six point five Creedmoor, six point five Carcano, which is you know the six millimeter, which is what killed Kennedy. That's been around for a, a thousand years. It's the the bullet shape is so different. Well, there you, you go. Just, yeah. So three hundred eight is in every store. Thirty yeah. out six is yeah. in every store. I, I brought it up because I knew I'd get an answer. I knew you would. <laughs> you All right. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break. We come back. Juan Barbara is on the line from Trident Gunsmithing. Love Juan. Yep. He is going to chat with us about how this bullet law is affecting his business yep. at a uh, gunsmith stop shop right here on Gun Sports Radio AM 1170. The answer. Yeah. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by the fine folks at Trident Gunsmithing. www.tridentgunsmithing.com. I'm telling you, folks, you ever need a gunsmith, that's the place to go. Dan and Juan, uh, trust me, these guys are so good at what they do. Man, they also do great hunting classes. So, and I was over there the other day, and they had a young kid in there, and the lady says, hey, this is what we do with our kids. Once they get to a certain age, we bring That's them down nice. to Trident and enter them in the uh, in the class. They learn how to go hunting, and these guys have got great deals on hunting rifles, and they'll even teach you how to make sausage. Uh, Juan won't. Juan just eats it. He doesn't make it. Hey, Juan, how's it going, buddy? Good guys, how you guys doing? Good to hear from you, buddy. How you doing? How's this? God, like how, how's this bullet garbage affecting you? Well, you know, we get we get a lot of people coming in in and asking, and let, let me apologize about my voice. I'm just getting over the flu here. Uh, uh, but you, you know, and everybody, there's a lot of confusion. Yeah, seriously, uh, people are just coming in and saying, "Hey, do I really have to come in here and buy it? Why can't I order on the internet?" Right. Um, you know, and it's it's kind of like a, uh, uh, you know, waking up into a nightmare and going like, what do you mean I can't buy ammunition whenever I want? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, people have been really cool. We we try to educate people as much as we can. We're in contact with the DOJ, you know, almost on a daily basis trying to, to find out what is going on so we give people the right information. Um, 
you know, as far as how it's affecting us, it's just, uh, you know, business as usual. We, um, we, we give them the best price that we possibly can and we, we steer them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Got it. And, and Juan, what else is selling down there? What are you guys, what, what are you, what are you selling? What's hot? What's hot? What's hot? You know, a lot of range ammunition as far as just practice ammo, okay. um, 45, nine millimeter and 40 seem to be the, the going, uh, going rounds right now and you know hunting season deer season just kind of came to an end but prior to that we were doing a lot of um 308 you know for hunters 30 out six hey do you still last time i was in there uh you guys had that those awesome shotguns from turkey do you still have yeah any? we you have any have left a, yeah we still have a couple of them left oh my god they can talk about them just for a second because they were they're from turkey well they're they're from the country of turkey but they're well made they have the the mariner uh the marine coating on them they're beautiful shotguns and you guys had them at a phenomenal price yeah we were selling them for just under 300 dollars. what um, yeah yeah we got a really good batch i think we have like three or four of those guys left that are still in they're well made um 12 gauge uh, for for the price, the quality, you, you can't beat it. Yeah, the form and function on them. If you if you were if you were familiar with the uh, Remington or a Mossberg, the form and function on them are almost exactly the same. So it's not like you have to totally learn how to you know manipulate a new shotgun or whatever. They're well made. Uh, Is it good for home defense? Is it a good home yeah, defense? Hey, when I was yeah. there, you had a ton that were eighteen inch barrels, which is great for home defense. Interesting. Right, exactly. That, that's their primary function, actually. They're they're perfect for home defense. Yeah, and they have that coating on them, so even if you are a guy that lives on a boat or by the ocean, they won't rust. They're pretty cool. And, and you know, you, you talk boat, you talk to so many people. Like everybody in San Diego, you talk to has got a black rifle. Everybody's got an AR, and most people or a lot of them have you know ten. And uh, right. I love ARs; they're fantastic. But man, if you don't have a shotgun. And you don't know how to use a shotgun. That's the most you know useful firearm yep. you can have in your collection. So uh, I think it's you know smart to, to to stock those and get them in people's hands. So Juan, what else you selling down there? Yeah, what else you got? <laughs> what else we got? Just about a little bit of everything. Um, you know, ammunition has been going really really well lately. Um, you know, pistols usually are, are great sellers, but uh, the okay. shotguns have actually been picking up. Um, we've had a lot of people come in and asking for shotguns for home defense. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a few people that are really afraid of, of what's going on in the state, and and they want to be prepared. They want to sure. be ready for, for anything that may happen. And so we're, we're getting a lot of requests, a lot of females, um, you know, women coming in wanting to learn. Wow. How to use a shotgun, how to use a pistol, how to defend themselves. That's amazing. Hey, talk a little bit about, you know, uh, gunsmithing in general. Because, you know, maybe a lot of people may not even know what you do from the gunsmithing point of view. Sure. Well, I mean, we do everything from threading a barrel for your hunting rifle to put a compensator on it to a trigger job so your um, hunting rifle operates a little bit smoother, your shotguns, your pistols. Um, you know, we have people come in with revolvers who the timing's off or mm-hmm. the, uh, the wheel won't, won't turn. Uh, you know, you name it, we do it. Um, we do a little bit of manufacturing with some of the springs sometimes because a lot of the older, we, we do a lot of the older weapons. Uh, you've seen in there, we have a lot of uh, vintage, you know, World War One, World War Two, Civil War era stuff in there um, that parts just aren't made anymore. 
And when you talk about it, you know, this is something uh, I don't think a lot of people know. When you talk about a, a trigger job, um, you know, guns, for the most part, are, you know, mass produced. So they, you know, come out of a factory and... Assembly line. Assembly line. So what, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong or give give better information than I'm giving, but, you know, uh, a lot of times they come off the, the line and they're, they're high quality and they work and all that all that other good stuff. But, you know, they tend to have burrs or, 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 you know, spots that are a little sticky and, you know, that that's the kind of thing, um, if they bring them to you... Um, that uh, you, you'll actually be able to go in and, and make the, the moving parts function better so that it shoot, shoots smoother and, and, and in the end is more reliable. Am I kind of describing that accurately? Yeah, that's part of what we can do. We, we polish it up basically is what we're doing. We polish up the parts, make them a little bit smoother. Um, there's other things you can do to change the trigger pull. You know, if you have a five-pound pull, we can bring it down to a two-and-a-half-pound pull, three-pound pull on your trigger um, just by changing a simple part sometimes. Wow. Um, well, I tell you, I've you had uh, I've taken uh, uh, Juan and Dan two. I've, I've taken one gun that was manufactured in nineteen sixty something, and one that was manufactured in nineteen fifty one. And I got them back, and they put them in different stocks, and everything. And they look they're trophy guns. They look like you like you want to put them in glass. After I'm like, hey, you know what? Take this, make it clean, make it good. Here's a stock, a, a naked wood stock. When I got it, the the I don't know what you call it, what you put on the wood, what shellac or whatever yeah, right. stain, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever it was. When I got them back, they are like you don't like they are uh, museum pieces. Well, you hey, guys did a great job. Have you ever watched Dan? No, oh, thank you. Have you ever watched Dan? He is so meticulous when he's working on somebody's gun. It is absolutely amazing. No, I've never watched Dan because every time, I, every time I come in there and they're working, they're like, "Go away! We got to do. We don't want to talk to you anymore." Well, that's because they listen to you on the radio, and they know you won't shut up, and they'll never get nothing done. That's the truth. Isn't that the truth, Juan? Yeah. Well, you know what? I got I got to give it to Dan. He's he's the gunsmith. He's the guy that yes. works all the magic. You know, I'm I'm kind of the guy behind the scenes taking care of all the paperwork. You know, I'm the, I'm the qualified secretary. Um, you and know, you Dan do it well, I might add. You do it well. Oh. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm just, I'm just a face, but uh, yeah, Dan does a phenomenal job. You know, he's been working on guns his entire life. Yeah. Right? You know, back when he was in the SEAL teams. Um, you know, over what, what are we talking about here? Thirty years now that he's yeah. been at least that he's been working on guns. Mm. Um, and and they're his passion. He loves restoring old weapons. Um, you know, everything we have in there, he's restored. You know, as far as all the vintage stuff. And there is some vintage stuff in there, folks. If you want to see something yeah, from the is. past, then there's a couple of sisters in there too that belong to Lance. Still there, huh? Are you yeah, ever going to get there? The- are. Yeah. Well, you know, I had some customers coming to Gun Range San Diego today, and they in. Uh, they were doing a, a PPT, you know, transferring from one person to another in their family. And I said, you know, we used to go to the to the El Cajon Gun Exchange, but they went out of business. Right. And because they live, that's right. where they live. Sure. Not not because it's a better story. You know, it's, it's, it's a matter of convenience. And I say, so then we started going to the San Diego something in Poway, and then they went out of business. So I got to tell you, folks, if you're out there listening, especially for the people who are, who are sponsoring this show, like – Trying to gunsmith and gun range San Diego. You know, if there's a local gun store, go support it. Go make it happen. Absolutely. Especially mm-hmm. a place like uh, Trident Gunsmithing, who does so much. They do gunsmithing, they do gun sales, they have tons of apparel, they do tons of accessories, and they do classes and they teach you everything from how to shoot uh, how to an make animal, sausages and then take that animal home and make a sausage out of it. it. So if you don't support <laughs> these wonderful 
businesses who support your Second yeah. Amendment rights, they're going to go away. It, uh-huh. it's, it's happening too many times. And said, uh, Mike, before yeah. we before we have to go, how many in the last year? Yeah, about half a dozen or so. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Just in San Diego County, TridentGunsmithing.com, TridentGunsmithing.com. Be there or Love be your show, square. Baby. Love your show, bud. Hey, I'll talk to you. I may stop by and say hi tomorrow. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye, man. Hope you're feeling better, buddy. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Support your local stores, folks. Support your local stores. All right, this is Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. He's Lance. Make sure you stop by and see all of our sponsors right here on AM 1170. The answer. Oh, you guys are. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.